Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, brothers and sisters. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Coronavirus Diaries, nightly show, 9 p.m. Uh, I'm really very, very, very grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, for permitting us to do this. I'm very grateful to you for joining us night after night. Some of you have become uh, regular viewers, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. And uh, thank you for joining us for today's show. Today, I have a guest all the way from the blessed land of Philistine. Assalamu uh, alaikum, Dr. Ashraf. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you, Dr. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. How are you keeping there in the UK? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. We are fine. We are, you know, lockdown. Lockdown? Yeah, people use the word lockdown, but it varies from country to country. I mean, we can still go out to the shops, uh, but people are generally at home. People are, most people are not working except essential people. Um, and, uh, you know, alhamdulillah, we're, we're rolling with it. Uh, alhamdulillah, Rabbi, I mean, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, brothers and sisters, the first thing that I ask you to do, that I remind you to do, is to whatever device it is that you're watching on, please go and share the video with your aunties, your uncles, uh, your neighbors, anybody you know in the Ummah. We have people watching from Qatar, from Africa, from all over the place. We have people joining us. So Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, we thank Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Um, at the start, we normally play this uh, short dua uh, one of the many du'as from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where he taught us to seek Allah's protection uh, from the difficulties of this life, including the difficulty like the current difficulty we face right now. Let's read the du'a. Alhamdulillah, we thank you for taking the time to join us from the land of Palestine. Uh, what what time is it over there now? We are just after nine o'clock. What time are you there? It's just four minutes after midnight. So. Four minutes after midnight. Wow, three so hours ahead. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, thank you very much for joining us. Brothers and sisters, this is a, a show which is interactive. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments, your ideas. So please post your questions and your comments be low and we'll try and put them to dr ashraf in Palestine, inshallah dr ashraf coronavirus um a few days ago read that there were two cases at first 
Uh, have there been more cases, as far as you're aware, over there? Well, just from the uh, from this morning, it has been reported that there were seven or eight new cases in the area of the of the West Bank, and uh, that unfortunately um, uh, is adding the toll to nine or the number, sorry, to to 97 uh, uh, infected people with coronavirus. Um, unfortunately, we had here in in, in in Palestine one death. It was an elderly lady. Uh, well, late 60s, in fact, um, uh, that she died, unfortunately. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I mean, grant her the Jannah. Amen. Amen. SubhanAllah. Um, otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, the situation is pretty much with not that the number is not really creeping. And it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's yani, blessing in the, for the people in this area who has got very limited resources. So it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help as well. SubhanAllah. May Allah continue to help us. The healthcare system in, 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 in Gaza, in the West Bank, uh, without coronavirus, how is it, you know, normally? Well, um, the, the situation in, in Palestine is, is like that. Uh, people, they, um, depending on their conditions, they could be, uh, the health system here could be coping well with uh, more or less traditional cases if you want to call it but with more complex cases they tend to get referrals to hospitals in in jordan or maybe to uh, uh, hospitals in in egypt or or, or 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 outside palestine so that that's the situation here generally speaking the health system is not that bad to all honesty but the resources are very limited the other day, the, the, the discussion uh, for the lead uh, of the doctors in, uh, in, in Palestine, uh, Dr. Shoukh Sabha, uh, he just raised a very interesting point with regards to that, that we have only 120 ventilators in the whole, for, for the whole Palestine, for all cases. One, 120? So, yes. So that makes it really very unhealthy in any, any, any health crisis. And in terms of the, the the hospitals, I mean, we have sanctions from Egypt, we have sanctions from the Zionist side, supplies in the hospital, you know, is it very difficult to come by? Is it, is, is it very tough working conditions? Well, um, with regards to working generally here for um, there is there there are few issues that that could cause or pose pose problems. First of all, as as I mentioned, the the training system is not that brilliant. The other thing, which is that the the resources are limited. Hospitals, although they are functioning well, but when you compare the number of doctors to the number of patients, is just beyond imagination. Uh, people keep complaining about the the doctors see the the, 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 the patients seeing doctors and the, the number of, of patients to the doctors it's more or less um, something that that health system cannot cope with so uh, that's another problem that that adds to that in terms of the sanctions um, well, yes, of course, there, there are sanctions that is uh, happening. Uh, the, 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 you are talking about an, a, 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 an, an authority which has got uh, um, a system 
which is completely dependent on a decision by the Zionists. Mm -hmm. So anything that they want to come up with, it's completely dependent on the agreement or disagreement of, of the of the of the authorities of, of, of the of the Zionists. On the ground, although it looks like that there is Palestinian authority, but when it comes to implementa implementations and the uh, the execution execution of, of decisions, it's it's on hold, according to what the Israelis uh, would like it to be. So, so it's very limited and it's completely tied up. So if I just give you an example, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, the uh, uh, the Palestinian Authority currently has has done. Um, what, what I would like to call it, uh, uh, good from one point and very strange from another point. Good from the point of asking people to stay in houses, uh, uh, giving them and raising the awareness of uh, the infection and how bad that is. And يعني, subhanAllah, the Muslims here or our brothers and sisters here, they are taking things on board. And they are adhering literally to this advice. No gathering. They reduced the gathering. Uh, and um, uh, at some point, they, they closed all the, the, the restaurants. All restaurants have been closed. Uh, uh, public gatherings, more or less, have been tightened. Um, uh, although that started initially with uh, an interesting rise of coronavirus. If you just, if you, if you, if you come to know on how things started here, it initially started um, very, very kind of unexpectedly. People were not expecting to have coronavirus. People were just listening about what happens in China. Everyone just focusing on China and, and the infection in China and the number of deaths. And every, everybody was uh, more or less thinking that's not going to happen uh, here. Um, we have quite big number of tourists in Bethlehem. Uh, and uh, a group of them, when they went back home, they were from uh, Greece. Um, so these uh, tourists, they were found out by their authorities that they had coronavirus, and they let the authorities here know that they had the infection. Then things started to come uh, under the light. So that was nearly, I think, 5th of March, so a couple of weeks back or a little bit more. So from then, things, the measures have been taken, and the people here, they've taken things quite seriously. Um, uh, 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 gathering reduced, washing hands, kind of uh, reception from people. The other part, which is fine, I find it a little bit kind of strange, or if you want to call it a bit funny. The, 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 the health system here says, we cannot really cope with a problem, and you have got to listen to us. So basically, there is no more financial support. There is nothing on the uh, level of sorting out a problem, but putting it back in the hands of people. And this is from an authority is not really kind of uh, expected because as an authority, you are expected to cover things, to do things rather than just tell people, well, you should avoid having the infection because if you have the infection, mm -hmm. nothing can help you. So, 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 the, so the authorities, so the Palestinian authorities, saying to the people, if you have it, there's really nothing we can do for you. Practically, that's well. They are doing something on the ground which is very uh, kind of, if you want to call it, uh, basic, like uh, self isolation, like uh, giving advice, like um, um, uh, um, uh, testing people. And uh, coming back to them, telling them you have got the infection. I think so far they have done 5,000 or 500 samples, um, uh, which, uh, alhamdulillah, most of them they came back as negative. 
the risk the people are having here mm -hmm. is not from within. The risk is coming out, is coming or initially started from tourists, but that uh, is now under control. Now, the issue is with the number of people who come from within the uh, Zionist territories, if you want to call it, uh, the workers who work there, mm -hmm. because in that area, in that territory, the number of infected people is over 3,600. And wow, over, so over 3,600 in, in the occupied, the, the, the rest of Palestine. Palestine. Yes. Okay. yes, 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 yeah. So, so they have got quite big number, and I think the number is a little, uh, a lot more. Netanyahu made a statement, I think politicians usually like to fish within these kind of circumstances. Mm -hmm. He says that by the end of the virus, uh, um, uh, uh, being there, the, the the number of infected people is expected to be around one million, and the number of this is hundred thousand. I'm not quite sure about the, these figures. Maybe he's exaggerating, but uh, as a matter of fact, the number of infected people or people who have got the infection within the uh, borders behind 48 borders is 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 uh, is very uh, big and serious. Um, interestingly, although the, the the people here they are trying their best not to cause a worsening of the condition a mm -hmm. um, couple of days back in uh, in 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 al-khalil in in, mm -hmm. in hebron al-khalil no. the yeah yeah the settlers and the people noticed that the settlers and some of the israeli soldiers they were spitting on cars spitting on uh, the, 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 the 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 doors or the handles of the doors the walls no, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And there were videos that uh, um, show this as, as a matter of fact. Uh, the same thing happened uh, earlier in, uh, in, in, in the north of, the, of, of Palestine mm -hmm. as well, uh, in an area called Hiwara. Okay. So, so what you can see is that the Israelis themselves, they know that they have, the Zionists themselves, they know that they have got the infection and they are behaving in a very kind of... Uh, vicious way of uh, 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 if you want to call it make the infection spread to the area where the palestinians are, are living so uh, that's another thing where the palestinian authority cannot do anything about these people they can't stop the soldiers from spitting doing these things because in reality the the the, the, re the real control is for for the israelis so it seems for, as the, if for the zionists Brothers and sisters, we'd love to hear your your thoughts, your questions, your comments. Um, we've got some questions coming in. Uh, one brother said, M. Abdullah says there are 97. You said there are, uh, you, you mentioned the number of ventilators. He said 97 for the whole of Kashmir and that the Indian authorities refused to provide special medical supplies. So whenever we think a lot about Palestine, we think also about Kashmir. Um, um, one question is that I came across an article, which I will put up here, which talked about the some people got infected in prison. Some of the some of our Palestinian brothers and sisters were infected in prison. What happened? Well, um, in fact, there was a report about the uh, the people who are imprisoned. That um, interestingly, the Israelis did not allow to release any of them. However they released hundreds of uh, Zionist criminals from the prisons. So so you can see that even criminals, for them, they can be released, while the, 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 the people of Palestine, 
uh, they did not have the opportunity to be released, even though it could be uh, a sentence that is due for them to be released, but still they, they keep them. The other thing is that for, for, for the disinfection and sanitizations, mm -hmm. they did not give them any of that. So the, 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 the prisoners in one of the reports says that they had to use the toothpaste and to, to, to clean with it with the toothpaste so uh, so 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 you can see that uh, in such circumstances having infection within the the, the, the prisons is uh, is not unexpected subhanallah um, question from uh, Sheikh Mohammed Ismail Abdulmanaf says enjoining good and forbidding the evil is an islamic ob obligation do you think COVID-19 reminds the Ummah that the Ummah is very guilty in the obligations? We left eight Middle East countries to be destroyed by the West in the name of democracy or war and terror. We betrayed our Ummah in China, Myanmar. What, what would you say to this? Well, enjoining the Ma'ruf and forbidding the evil is an obligation upon every single Muslim. Anyone can remove the harm or the haram with his hand and he is likely to remove it then he has to do that anyone who can remove it with his tongue then he has to remove that with the likelihood of him being capable of doing that um, uh, has the ummah abandoned the enjoining the maruf and forbidding the evil and as a result of that um, uh, the infection or, or, or the coronavirus uh, is as a result of that one it's not mostly affecting the Muslim well, to be very honest with you. If you can look at the statistics, it does not show that the Muslims are mostly affected. Um, uh, so to say that this is the reason uh, leaving the enjoying the, 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 the ma'ruf and forbidding the evil is the reason, I cannot really say that. Uh, the other thing is that you need you need wahi to say that this is the reason why. But we, we as Muslims, we have got the concept of testing. So Allah subhanahu wa is testing us. And this issue of the infection, it's not something new. The Muslims, they had the Amwas plague, plague um, uh, when the Sahaba were, were infected and they gave us a brilliant lesson in terms of uh, how to deal with these circumstances. And interestingly, the Muslims, when they had the infection, they did not have it in the Arabic Peninsula where they were most, where they had the Khalifa sitting there. In fact, they had it when they went outside to take people from darkness into light. So they did not sacrifice their life by breaking the 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 the, the, the materialistic uh, barriers between them and carrying the dawah. But also, they faced infections, and they were happy to uh, to to fight the infection as well for the sake of guiding people. Uh, unlike our ummah today, so uh, we need to to be back to what um, uh, our uh, uh, sahaba who are the best people who understand the deen after the messenger take them an, as an example and copy them in that so my short answer for that is um, it's a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to us to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to think and contemplate however we should not take too long thinking and contemplating because that should be sufficient for us to start thinking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran أَوَلَا يَرَوْنَ أَنَّهُمْ يَفْتَنُونَ فِي كُلِّ عَامٍ مَرَّةً أَوْ مَرَّتَيْنَ ثُمَّ لَا يَتُوبُونَ وَلَهُمْ يَذَّكَّرُونَ That's about the mankind or the kuffar or even the Muslims as well, they should be included, which is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests people once or twice a year 
so that they come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should not look at it as a curse from Allah, rather we should look at it as a grace from Allah to shake us, to start to remember and think on how to get back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how to understand the aqeedah, the Islamic aqeedah, and how to understand the ahkam al-shari'iyah and how to understand the vitality of understanding the ahkam al-shari'iyah so that we can implement the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the ground. Inshallah, um, Brothers and sisters, please share the video. Thumbs up, like, love, so that Facebook algorithms can see that you're watching as well and hope to share it. Brother Bilal Sakandar says, uh, My seven-year-old son, Salahuddin, is asking, will he still have to liberate Al-Quds if the coronavirus kills all the bad guys, the illegal Zionist occupiers? <laughs> ya Rabbi. May Allah subhanahu wa make the day of liberating Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, which is, uh, to be honest with you, at the current stage, it's very sad that the Masajid are closed down. Um, even Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, people who only the, 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 the guards, which is uh, mostly are from the Awqaf, yani Muslim brothers who, who pray there, but with the distance uh, between them when they um, so practically there is no salah now and it is very sad to hear that even in Masjid Al-Aqsa there is no no salah but يعني, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that this uh, um, uh, this climate changes and things get back to normal with the masajid coming back and it is very sad in the current day you say uh, you hear the adhan and in the end of the adhan it say just to stay in your houses which is, to be honest with you, I can understand that, but it is very sad to hear that. To be honest. Subhanallah. We feel this, uh, even here as well, you know, uh, you know how life is in the UK and, you know, you go outside, the weather gets warmer, how people dress, how people behave. And one of the refugees, uh, one of the places of refuge for the Muslim, you gather with your community, with brothers, with sisters, you hear dars, you hear motivation for your heart to go back into the into the life and live according to Allah's deen is, is the masjid. And now, subhanAllah, you know, really missing the masjid so much, having a Friday without uh, Salatul Jum'ah, it's, um, it's, it's strange. It's, it's, I, I don't think any of us ever thought about this. Brothers and sisters, you're watching the Coronavirus Diaries. Uh, quick note, there was a program which was meant to come on tonight. Uh, that was a live stream with my guest from yesterday, Dr. Uh, Muhammad. What's the matter with me? Dr. Salman, then Dr. Abdul Wahid, and Dr. Amjad. Too many doctors. And I have Dr. Ashraf from Palestine. I have to say four doctors in one, uh, one or few sentences. That program was meant to be on tonight. Um, we're having technical issues. You know, nowadays people are at home. And so what happened is basically that that live stream did not go ahead because of all these technical issues. Um, inshallah, it will be on on Monday, 7.45. So please put it in your diary, 7.45. Love to hear your thoughts, your questions, and your comments. Um, Asif Hussein. Asif Hussein, I mean, I'll, I'll put this question to you, Doctor. One of the brothers here, Asif Hussein, says, are we accountable to Allah if we visit our parents in this climate of the virus, should we self-isolate? Because the official advice has been to actually, you know, the old people are very vulnerable and to self-isolate from them. And somebody's saying, would it be okay in this time to go and visit them, knowing that advice? Well, as you are aware, um, the issue with regards to Islam is to 
understand the rule of Allah and implement it because it's a, an important uh, skill so that we can reach the Jannah. Without having that skill, we cannot really... So that's we have to have the legislative Islamic thinking so that we can judge our actions. And with regards to that, and subhanAllah, uh, the communication now is not uh, impossible um, uh, uh, and it's not a, a necessity only to just to present uh, to your parents with your body, especially if there is a threat. Uh, with regards to the infectivity of this virus, it's um, away from the political kind of uh, analysis and the political speeches. Um, uh, medically, it is very infective. Mm. And it is very dangerous to elderly people. And it's not healthy to people who have got chronic conditions. Mm. So is it haram or is it not haram? I cannot say it is haram. Well, I can say at this stage, at this stage, if you have been exposed to environment, so you have not been living with your parents, and you have been exposed to environment which makes you doubt that you could be having the infection, then you are causing harm to them. And that harm, is from the shara should be removed it should not be it should not be put forward and the issue is not about decisiveness it's about the likelihood so even if you think that there is likelihood you will cause harm to them it becomes not allowed for you and uh, the the other point i wanted to, to raise which is that even though you could be thinking you are healthy but you could be still infected. So, so you, have, you have to be very careful. So if, you're, if you have not been living with them, if you have not been staying with them, and you want to move from one city to another to visit them, you can give them a call at this stage until this issue sorts out. And inshallah, I hope it will not last for, for long. Inshallah, Barakallah, Fikr, Doctor. Question, brothers, we want to hear your thoughts, your questions, your comments, uh, which I can put to the doctor. Uh, Brother Sharif Abulayt says, what is uh, Dr. Ashraf's thoughts on whether the warmer weather in the Muslim land is a reason behind the less number of infections? Well, it's uh, it's very important to appreciate that this virus has not been completely well studied. So making statements based on assumption, it, it is good. Uh, um, but if I give you an answer, uh, studies or randomized control studies with regards to that, so whichever answer I give, it will be on the basis of perception on what's going on. Yes, in areas where it is hot or where there are wars, uh, where you don't have people coming from outside, it is less. Uh, but is that something I can make it as a, a scientific conclusion? I can't make it. It has to go through a few stages before coming to that conclusion. Um, one of the brothers, Brother Ajmal Hussein, he, he asks a question um, that, you know, how, how would, could uh, a future Khilafah state uh, tackle an issue like this across the vast Muslim world? Um, would it be any different to you know what we see happening in the West now? Definitely, definitely. Um, if you uh, have noticed, uh, let me take an example of America. Initially, America was taking the issue as a matter of joke until the infection crept to the household, and now it's just gone beyond control with quite more or less big numbers, same thing as Italy, same thing as in the, in, the, in the UK. Even if looking at the number of the deaths in the UK, proportionately, it's very high to the infected people. Well, the Islamic State, uh, it uh, its main job 
uh, is to look after the subjects of the state, be it Muslims or be it Al-Dhimma, without distinction. And that means what, if a problem happens, they'll start taking it seriously. If you remember the Messenger وسلم, in one of the expeditions, he asked one of the, uh, he asked, he told the Sahaba not to drink from one of the wells. And he said, even though if you had the, the, that water mixed with your, uh, basically, you made a dough of that, you need to throw it uh, or give it to you, to you, to your animals or to the horses. So that, that tells us that there is quick action. The chief or all the leader, unique example of the Messenger وسلم, he was not saying, well, we'll leave it and we'll think about it for later on and see. Uh, this is the issue with the slow thinkers. The slow thinkers, they could be deep, but they should not be deep in conditions where they need to take a decision on the spot. And I think that's that's an issue that makes the Islamic State different because there is, there is kind of, uh, if you want to call it, um, uh, uh, care. There is care for people, uh, uh, even not people, even for animals. Um, uh, so uh, the, the the issue here is, if the state uh, uh, observes a problem, then it will take it seriously. The example of the Messenger وسلم, is absolutely um, uh, clear with regards to taking decisions, with regards to to anything. The other thing is that. The measures that they have been taken, it sounds there is absolutely um, in the light of thinking um, uh, of the word civilization, advanced system and all these things, which is to some extent it is it is it is advanced. But you question yourself, why are you stopping all people from leaving their houses? Is that reasonable, really? In fact, uh, I don't find this is really justified. Um, uh, we know that area where there is infection, it has to be concorded. People should not be in, should not be out. So who is in stays there, who is out should not get in and let other people live their normal life. But to say, well, because we want to make a major, I'm going to stop all people from going outside their houses. That does not sound like thoughtful step. It sounds like haphazard step. I'm not saying they should they should they should do their best. They should make studies. They should um, uh, well they should uh, investigate not make studies investigate which area is infected, which area is dangerous, how we stop people from going and and leaving and and do that. Um, the other thing is that the the, the Islamic State uh, knows that it's an obligation upon it, regardless of the age, regardless of the uh, of, of the of the. Uh, 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 background of, of, of the individuals who are subjects of the state, they have to have complete and full health uh, kind of system, which is which suffices all of them. So, so even the soldiers, they'll become doctors. Everything will, will co go towards that, that issue. Uh, the people who are rich, they will be forced to, uh, they will be asked to, to help. If they can't help and the state cannot help, then they'll be forced to, to, to pay tax because it's a serious issue and has to be sorted. This, this last point, uh, brother, is very interesting that actually our view in Islam, because you, you know, there's two things that you've mentioned. One is that in the UK, people are finding it uh, strange that you're talking of, you know, that the government is talking of infection and quarantine, very serious measures. But somebody, people have written in the newspapers that flights are still coming into the UK from countries, from other places where there are infections. That's so they're saying you're telling people to stay at home, but you're allowing flights to come from places that are infected. You're telling businesses that construction workers 
can work if they need to work. And so some businesses said, yes, our construction workers have to work, even though there is there's infection. So there are mixed messages. This last point I want to pick you up on. You're saying the Islamic view is that when you have a huge crisis like this, where money, efforts, resources, doctors, nurses are needed, it will even force the rich to help the society. It, 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 people don't say it's, it's my money. Right. There are plenty of resources that can can be dedicated for that. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the point I wanted to make is that initially, initially, we the Islamic State cannot take people's money without right. The yeah. state there is to implement Islam and not to make its own laws or, or the ruler just decides, well, I want to do this. It does not happen. So what, what happens is that the state will look into its resources. Now, if the resources cannot meet the uh, the, the, the crisis that is happening, mm -hmm. then we will ask loan from, from the rich people. If that is not achieved, then the state will... Will, will tax people and ask the, 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 the people who have got uh, good income, uh, they will be taxed. And that's one of the conditions where tax, uh, which is prohibited initially in Islam, is uh, there is a, a, an exception to, to, to making it to the prohibition of taxation um, to make it allowed in the case of crisis. Yeah. I think so, something so that some people do not misunderstand when when the doctor's talking about, you know, um, really an Islamic view that when, when a disease like this starts somewhere, what we learn from the Sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, is where it started, a quarantine means quarantine. A quarantine yeah. means that place is effectively, there is a knot around it. And the, the, the Hadith, the Sunnah says, those who are there, stay there. And inshallah, if they pass away, Allah yeah. subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts and rewards them. You don't let people come in, you don't let people go out. Uh, in the world today, with the actions of China and some of the other countries who first got this, although they knew the issue was serious, some downplayed it for economic reasons. They did not want to hurt the economy. And they continued to allow movements of people. And now the whole world, we are now in the situation where now you know it, it, it is an issue everywhere. But initially, in the early stages, it was possible, once places were identified, to actually quarantine them. And I think this word is not, you know, our understanding is, is, is you take very quick action initially. Um, but now we are, we are now in a situation where, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help, help, help mankind. Uh, one uh, issue, um, look at some of the questions. Uh, so Brother Muatasim, but the Mutasim Sharif says, inshallah, under the future Khilafah, we won't have a situation where we have Muslim lands that don't have sufficient equipment to treat the sick. Whereas today, our brothers and sisters in Gaza only have 40 ICU, intensive care unit beds. Our brothers and sisters in Kashmir, who only have 97 ventilators. May Allah hasten the return of the Khilafah and liberate our lands from the tyrant rulers. Um, brothers and sisters, we'd love to hear your thoughts, your questions, your comments comments on this issue and com questions i'm joined by dr ashraf from Palestine. questions for him uh inshallah dr ashraf i read uh, a piece earlier on that was saying that the zionists are taking this as an opportunity um they, they there were some uh, lands of farmers that were burnt what are the examples of how the zionists are using the lockdown gaza was already a prison the west bank is more or less a prison what are some of the new measures on the ground to, to tighten the noose and further oppress our people? 
Well, um, as you mentioned about lens, there are um, uh, incidents, not not incident, not isolated, few incidents where they cut the olive tree. Trees is a symbol of uh, kind of. Um, uh, if, if you want to call it, we are here for the Muslims in Palestine. So they go and cut these trees. Uh, and uh, obviously no one can, unfortunately, nothing can be done much for them. So they can do what, what, what they want. The the other thing is that um, um, uh, even the, there is confrontation until now uh, between the Israeli soldiers and the, and the people. And they recently imprisoned a couple of youngsters uh, um, uh, I think it's yesterday in one of the cities called Qalqilia. Um So, so yes, they, they are continuing with the same thing. And the other thing is that there is big threat about Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa uh, in, in the light of people not going there. Um, uh, when they come back, يعني, Allah knows what's the circumstances, the demographics of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa will be. Uh, because one of the, the problems, the, the, the Zionists, they... Uh, are, um, are, are are finding it difficult. Few seconds. The the, the technology, uh, alhamdulillah, we're still broadcasting. Um, but you know this this technology, he's th he's thousands of miles away. Uh, alhamdulillah, rabbil alamin. Allah is very kind to us. The program in London could not be broadcast with three people yeah. in London. Alhamdulillah, rabbil alamin. Uh, doctor, you're in the blessed land. And from the blessed <laughs> land, we were able to make a connection. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Um, so uh, 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 a question um, really is that, you know, being locked down, facing uh, this kind of test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for many of us living in the West or other parts which who are watching this, this is something new for us. Um, and, and, you know, being steadfast and strong in these times. But when we look at our brothers and sisters in Palestine who have been occupied for decades now, we find them standing strong. We find them calling upon the Ummah to, to, to establish the Khilafah and come and send an army to liberate them. We, we find that tawakkul of, of, of these people who have never given up. So what lessons really uh, for us in these times as Muslims who are facing something we have never, ever, ever faced in our life, how do we stay strong, holding on to to, to, to the robe of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and, and and His worship? If people uh, across the Muslim world, and if the Muslims in Palestine stick to what tawakkul is, then they will appreciate that the the Maker of the world, the owner of the world, is siding with them, and that in itself is sufficient to show uh, the, the, the the power and to show that the, the, the Muslims, they can do things that they could not be expecting themselves uh, to be able to, to make it. So um, if a Muslim believes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Qadir, the omnipotent, is siding with him, there is nothing called impossible for him. Any ambition he has got, any any plan he wants to execute, anything that he wants to make, any step that he wants to move towards or, or, or uh, take forward, for him, that's not an issue of 
uh, uh, I need just to calculate things and then I have to do it. Muslims do not calculate things and they've never been doing that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِذَا عَزَمْتَ فَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ All you need to do is just decide and then just put trust in Allah. That's it, that's the next step you need to do. So the Muslims in Palestine here, and the uh, same thing I think the situation is with the Muslims in Kashmir, the Muslims in Burma, the Muslims even in uh, Turkestan, Eastern Turkestan. They know that the, the, the power that they have, if you want to calculate it abstractedly between yourself and those who are oppressing you, then obviously you, you would collapse or other nations have collapsed. But because we know if we make any step, we do not calculate it materialistically. We don't just say, well, one plus one equals two. We don't look at it this way. We look at it that the owner of the world is on our side. And therefore, who can who can win over him? No one can make Allah lose. So if I am on his side, and the fact that if I make a decision or make a step, I know that he will help me. I will be doing things that beyond imagination. And that is how Muslims need to understand tawakkul. So the Muslims in Palestine, yes, the situation is not that easy. And not all of them, some of them, they have got easy life. Some of them, get the hard, they have hard life. But in the end, all of them are under occupation. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the feeling that they are having here, that we stay here, it's the land, which is blessed land, which, as you mentioned, uh, no one can uh, take us out. We will not be giving up. That The power that they have, whether they realize that or they don't realize that, it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The feeling that Allah is on, on our side, or on their side makes it sufficient to win the, the battle. Husband Allah Wakil, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us all strong. One of the things that's come out from our discussion really today is that the, the Muslims in Palestine, the Muslims in Kashmir, the Muslims in East Turkestan are at the mercy of the occupiers of those places. And really, whether it is coronavirus or any other thing, until these lands are liberated then we are at the mercy of those who fight, kill our ummah. And um, I think maybe really a message that, you know, from you there that are people there waiting for this ummah to come and liberate them one day? Um, I'm not sure if I, if I got your point correctly, Akhitaji. Could you just repeat your point? The, the people in Palestine, the whole, you can sum up all the problems, the health care, the, the occupation, the Zionists, removing the crops from the land, bringing out the olive trees, spitting on the cars when you know there's coronavirus. All of these issues comes down to the fact that the land is occupied, that there's somebody in charge who's, who's, who's grabbed us by the neck. And really, the ummah watching to always remember that in Philistine, what is it you want from us? What is it the rest of the ummah should do regarding this land? Well, you know that the... Uh, issue of Palestine uh, has been very sensitive issue uh, simply because it is linked to our aqidah, to Surah Al-Isra. So already we know the whole history, we know the whole issues about it. So it's not something new for us or news to us. We know it. Any Muslim from Nigeria, from Egypt, from Turkestan, when he reads Subhanallah, Asra bi'abdi laydan min al-Masjid al-Haram ila al-Masjid al-Aqsa, he knows Masjid al-Aqsa. He knows that this is the, the, the blessed land. And if he reads the history of the Muslims, how many campaigns, crusader campaigns have been happening and they ended up with failure 
he will will just reading a little bit of the uh, history and coming to conclusions about historic facts or historical facts um, uh, it will make it as a matter of uh, fact for him that uh, this in this area in this land the tyrants do not last forever do not do not last long they will have an end so the muslims when they read the quran and they read the history about that land as well they appreciate that all they need to do is to open the door Allah says in the quran قَالَ رَجُلَانِ مِنَ الَّذِينَ يَخَافُونَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ أَدْخِلُوا عَلَيْهِمُ الْبَابِ فَإِذَا دَخَلْتُمُهُ فَإِنَّكُمْ وَالِبُونَ And even, uh, the, although it was the story about the about uh, uh, the followers of Musa alayhi salam, he told them, let's go and liberate that land. Just all you need to do, just open the gates. And even though they did not do that. So the whole idea I want to make here is that the Muslims, they uh, need to appreciate the importance of that land and uh, they need to appreciate that there is a mechanism of doing that and this thing cannot happen just simply by hopes these things ha have to happen by serious work and serious efforts towards um, uh, towards their brothers and sisters the power and the ability to sort out this problem they should not be watching and observing they have got to do something because in the day of the judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will account those who can do something um, uh, for leaving their brothers and sisters uh, who are in need for their support and their help. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not support them in that circumstance. If even that could be happen in the dunya where they will need that support and no one will support them. So generally, just in one sentence, what I would like to say, which is that the Muslims across the Muslim world, they in every area they are having sufferings, and I cannot say that the only Muslims of Palestine are having are, are suffering. In fact, the Muslims of Egypt are suffering, the Muslims of of Sudan are suffering, the Muslims of even Saudi Sa Saudi are suffering, the Muslims of Kashmir, the Muslims of Afghanistan, Shishan, Chechnya, Afghanistan, everywhere, just name it. And the the issue that we are all having is one, the the, the tyrant international law, which making sure that we are weak, which is making sure that our oppression is oppression is directed or our complaints is directed towards making sure that this oppression carries on. So the solution for that is just to open the eyes and never go to those who are dedicating their efforts and their laws to the real problem or to the, to the real tyrants. So um, uh, opening the eyes, realize that the international law is unfair, uh, appreciating that those occupying countries who are giving us solutions, short-term solutions, in fact, they know that they cannot last for long, um, uh, so reject their solutions because their solutions do not sort a problem. Their solutions is just to make the problem longer and, uh, and, and, and take temporary solutions for no solution. And um, uh, most importantly, um, appreciate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it absolutely clear to us with regards to any suffering that happens. Um, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing for that is very simple. We have to seek uh, victory uh, by following Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's law, not compromising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's laws for the sake of getting pitiful um, amount of uh, uh, ease or, or, or money or land or whichever for the sake of uh, achieving, uh, in the end it does not lead us to anywhere.
So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that our Muslim brothers and sisters open their eyes and appreciate that the political Islam is the only way to sort out these problems. The political Islam is by appreciating these plans and these arrangements that have been made against our ummah to stop it from bringing people from darkness into light. So uh, that, that's, the, that, that's the very important step. The only way, way of doing that, the people of power in the Muslim world, they should they need to open their eyes and listen to the honest and sincere message and listen to the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they need to make changes to the Muslim world, especially in the current climate. The whole world is in chaos. And in this chaos, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it will make way out. So no need to sit down and think deeply on how to sort out the problem. Opportunities do not come uh, every day. And the, the current climate, the current situation can make changes for the whole world to take them from darkness into light. A final point I wanted to make, I hope I'll answer that question, but a final point I wanted to make, which is right. that, um, with, with regards to all these infections, international, if you want to call it infections, pandemic infections, before 163 years before the birth of Isa, there was the Justinian plague, big number of people died. The Amwas plague, big number of people died. And even the, the Spanish uh, influenza, mm -hmm. flu, the Spanish flu. Uh, they, they are not quite sure, they say up to 70 million, 50 to 70 million people died. Such a thing like that never happened during the Islamic state or in the Islamic area. So, so that tells us that even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's law is showing us and showing them that they need to get back to the uh, owner of the world because the, the maker of the world, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the world, uh, they need to appreciate that whatever thing, things that they are doing, is wrong and it's causing corruption on earth so they need to stop to stop that so i hope with this example um, uh, the muslims will, will start appreciating that implementation of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's law has uh, i've never heard uh, over the last 14 centuries when the islamic state was taking at least in its area uh, where where people had uh, serious pandemic infections we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help the muslims again to be united uh, to give an example to the world that with the return of the Khilafah in one of the Muslim countries uh, have a strong leadership that rules by the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which he has blessed mankind with and that Khalifa inshallah who rules by the Kitab and Sunnah will send the armies to liberate the land of Palestine and Kashmir and the other lands will be an example to show the proper health care that puts human beings first not companies and profits first, that looks after people, raises the intellectual, spiritual, every level of mankind. Uh, before I finish, brothers and sisters, tomorrow's show, inshallah ta'ala, will be with Brother Mozambeg, will be joining me, inshallah. Um, he's here in the UK, many of you know him, to share his thoughts and ideas regarding this. And on Monday, inshallah ta'ala, we'll have uh, Dr. Malkawi, Dr. Mohammed Malkawi, coronavirus and the collapse of the world order so inshallah that will be 9 p.m on monday we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to continue to give us health uh, some of the brothers who are watching uh some of them actually have the virus i was in touch with one one brother from leicester uh during the day he mashallah he's joined us again tonight uh he has the virus he's self-isolating our brother dr abu hisham i mean i mean and uh, we have a muslim surgeon um, I'll just put it. So this this uh, Sudanese uh, uh, brother, this surgeon, he he passed away. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. May Allah subhanahu wa taala accept them all.
Brother Shkakari Ashraf, thank you very much for joining me. To round up the program, usually there is a du'a that I that I play. There's a video of a brother who making a very beautiful du'a for Allah to relieve us of this situation. Um, you are sitting there in the blessed land of Palestine. Today, I would like that you round us up with uh, with du'a for us, for our ummah and, and, and everything. So, bismillah. Inshallah. Inshallah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka khayra Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka bihi nabiyuka wa habibuka Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa nasta'idhuka mimma sta'adha bihi nabiyina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allahumma inna nas'aluka aishatan haniya wa mitatan sawiya wa maraddan ghayra mukhzan wa la fadih Allahumma inna nas'aluka an tashfiya marda al-muslimin wa an taghfira limauta al-muslimin Allahumma inna nas'aluka ya Allah an tu'ajjila bithahabi hadihi al-jaiha Allahumma inna nas'aluka يا الله بجلاء هذه الجائحة يا الله اللهم إنا نسألك أن تحفظ المسلمين أن تحفظ دماءهم وأموالهم وأعراضهم اللهم كن للمسلمين أينما حلوا وأينما ارتحلوا اللهم كن للمسلمين في شمال أفريقيا وفي أفريقيا الوسطى اللهم كن للمسلمين في السودان والصومال وجزيرة العرب اللهم كن للمسلمين في بلاد العراق اللهم كن للمسلمين في بلاد الشام اللهم كن للمسلمين في بلاد الأفغان والشيشان وكشمير وداغستان اللهم كن للمسلمين أينما حلوا وأينما ارتحلوا اللهم يا الله نسألك أن لا يكون لك علينا غضب اللهم إننا نسألك يا الله أن ترفع مقتك وغضبك عنا اللهم إننا نسألك عيشة تسعدنا ونسعد بها ونسعدك بها ونسألك يا الله ميتة من أحب ما تكون إليك يا الله اللهم إننا نسألك أن تجعلنا مع الذين رضوا بأمورك اللهم جعلنا نسأل اللهم إننا نسألك أن نكون مع الذين يعملون لإقامة دينك وتطبيق شريعتك اللهم إننا نسألك يا الله خلافة إسلامية على منهج النبوة إما بعز عزيز أو بذل ذليل عزا تعز فيه الإسلام وأهله وذلا تذل فيه الشرك وأهله اللهم يا الله إننا نسألك أن نكون من جنودها ومن شهودها ومن العاملين لإقامتها اللهم يا الله إننا نسألك وإليك نبتهل أن تعجل بنصرك يا قوي يا عزيز وصلي وسلم لهم على سيد الخلق أجمعين آمين بارك الله فيك دكتور آمين to your duas for us may Allah سبحانه وتعالى keep you bless you keep you and your family and إن شاء الله hopefully maybe again we might be able to connect again thank you very much for your time بارك الله فيك Thank you for staying up late. Thank you for the dua. Thank you for the answers to the question. Take care, my brother. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum, brothers and sisters. Tomorrow, 9 p.m., inshallah, join us again. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.